Welcome back Rebels to another episode of Creative Thinking where we're going to be answering your questions and I'm going to start with something that came up during an Instagram live that I was on uh, last week and basically the person was talking about building up confidence of putting their their self out there for be it personal brand or being online or appearing in front of the camera and just like having confidence to build your brand so I thought that would be something interesting to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, something that doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. I yeah, think. no. And I mean, us sitting here right now, this like we are filming this. So if you're watching this on YouTube, then you can see us being confident in front of camera right now. But um, but like, yeah, literally we didn't used to be. And that just happened through us doing it over and over again. And I'm still not very yeah, confident I'm still on not. camera. Yeah. Yeah. Doing as many things as you can to make yourself feel comfortable will help you look comfortable in front of the camera. So even if it's physically, you're sitting in a way that you physically feel comfortable, you're wearing clothes that you're comfortable in, clothes that make you feel confident. I mean, confidence is one of those things we've spoken about before, where confidence is a muscle and it only comes through you doing something repeatedly over and over again. And so I'm at the stage now where before I was like worried that if I put myself out there and I didn't look my best or I was wearing schlubby clothes or whatever that people might say something because because a lot of when it's on camera is you're afraid of what your appearance is going what people are going to say about your appearance um, and I really have got over that now and mm. I don't care and I, like when I was in Holland and it was like freezing cold so I've got like big red nose and I'm wearing like paint clothes and my hair's like blowing all over the place I just didn't really care and I think the way I got over that was by doing Instagram lives and Instagram stories because they're so ephemeral that once you put it up in, on Instagram stories and those disappear after 24 hours, you sort of realise, okay, well, I did one and it was fine and nothing came back from it. And the more you can kind of build on your confidence through doing a bunch of those. Hmm. I suppose the main thing that probably holds most people back from doing live or or even just when they've got a brand becoming more of the face of their brand and, and speaking openly about how they would is fear of other people's opinions and being judged for their stance and their opinion on the world. How how important do you think it is to put yourself out there at the forefront of whatever it is that you're doing? I think it's very important and I think increasingly now, especially as this is being filmed during COVID times, I think that becoming the face of whatever it is you do is really, really important because I think that so many brands and people are doing that now that in order to keep up with everyone, if you're not putting the same amount of effort in and if I go to your brand and it's nameless and faceless and I mm -hmm. go to someone else's and it's not, then I'm going to go for the one yeah. when I'm spending. I'm going to go for the one that I, that I trust, that I've had those touch points with that I've interacted with, that has interacted with me, mm. that I feel like I'm a part of. Yeah, It's it's funny, like me, me and Adam have been saying that, uh, we've been saying this a lot recently, that when we meet people or talk to people, because we've been doing the Patreon calls, you, at the beginning of those calls, everyone always says, oh, it's so weird for me to be talking to you. And that's just because they've had us in their ears for the past year yeah. <laughs> so it feels strange for them it would be the same for me talking to like joe rogan or tim ferris or yeah. someone that i listen to all the time and to be on the other side of that is such a strange experience because you're just like but i'm just a person that's doing a thing and then when you interview high profile guests you just realize that they're just a person doing a thing and it kind mm. of brings everyone down to this level playing field and i think a lot of people feel like they look at other people and they put them on a pedestal and they think, 
I can't do that because I'm not Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan is just a person doing a thing, so you can just be a person doing the thing. And I think everyone has the right, as long as they have an internet connection, <laughs> they have the right and the means to be able to put themselves out there. And the only reason that people don't do that is because they're scared of what other people might say. Mm. And the only things that other people might say are... I mean, we, me and Adam always talk about like, oh, people saying that we've got a fat head because that was the first thing that came in and now people say, oh, you've got a fat head because it's a funny thing to say. But, <laughs> but like, someone might say that you've got a fat head, but like, it doesn't really matter. And also, mm. if you've built a loyal audience, your audience will then jump to your defence and go, actually, they don't have a fat head yeah. because you've given those other people so much value. I mean, value, at the end of the day, is all about value. It's yeah. like, why do I follow Gary Vee? It's not because he's attractive. He's a guy, yeah. a middle-aged guy, like in his 40s, that drinks wine, which I have no interest in wine. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, I don't follow him for because he's interested in the New York New York Jets or whatever the fucking team it is that he likes. <laughs> like, I don't follow him for any of that stuff. I follow him for value. Yeah. I follow him not for him. I follow because of what I get when I listen to his stuff, the ideas that I come up with. Yeah. And you are right. Whatever it is that you're doing, the thing that's going to make you stand out from your competitors is you. That's probably one of the few differences um, between... There aren't many unique things that people are doing. Yeah, products and service-wise. Yeah. yeah. So whatever it is you're doing, the one thing that makes your version of it completely unique is you. Um, and the more you draw on that, the more um, ammunition you have. That you're using it as a weapon, using it as 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 a as a tool. Um, so I yeah I agree. I think it's completely completely important. But I do think that you can find ways of putting yourself out there with parameters set by you that you're comfortable with. I wouldn't be as confident in front of camera now if I hadn't just done a year of podcasting mm. because that has built up our kind of resilience and, and our understanding of how to present and all of that sort of stuff. It is, it's just practice. And one thing I say to a lot of people is you're probably doing this already if you've got a Facebook account because I feel like a lot and that obviously is age dependent but I, I think certainly like a lot of people in their 30s who are worried about putting themselves in front of camera are totally open and honest on their Facebook account um, probably because that's just populated by friends and I think you would be absolutely astounded if you took that same raw honesty that you use in front of your inner circle of people that do know you and were vulnerable enough to share that out with people who don't know you I think it's actually if you can get over that barrier and that hurdle of, of doing that and doing it consistently, I think you'd be amazed at what can happen when you do do that. I think actually, speaking from lockdown at the moment, people's confidence in front of cameras might actually have improved quite a lot over this time. I know a lot of people are experimenting with Instagram Live a lot more than they were. A lot of people are making videos. Um, and a lot of people just have to get used to um, having meetings via, via video call. Um, yeah just zooming is look at every zoom that you do as as practice because you are in front of camera yeah um and and yeah the more the more used to that you get the easier look it does become easier i can tell you that 100 percent from experience the more we do these the better we get at them the more comfortable we get at them the less we worry about people saying we've got a fat head uh, this next question comes in on Instagram from Marcin, and I'm not going to even try and pronounce his surname. Um, he wants to know how to shift from thinking, planning and dreaming to just doing, which is a great question. And I think the the simple answer is just do it. But 
it's very complicated because so many people don't just do it. Yeah, I can completely empathise and there's so many reasons not to just do it. There's so many fears, um, so much preparation that needs doing. But I think ultimately all those things that you use as reasons to not just do it, you just need to work through them one by one and eliminate them because all they are is um, they're just barriers. They're just things that are stopping you from starting and Ultimately, I do completely believe that the, the, the main thing you have to do is start. And whether whether you're starting on something completely imperfect, you know, it's going to be rubbish to start with. Um, and if you're scared of, of starting and not being perfect, then you need to get over that because you just need to start and you're only going to get better by doing. Yeah, it's, it's all about the mental barriers that you've set for yourself because mm-hmm. no one else is telling you that you can't start. It's only you that's saying, I can't start doing this. And so a lot of that will just come down to self-discipline, learning why, like really asking yourself why you want to do the thing that you want to do and letting that that North Star drive you forward. So you can then, as soon as you know what you want, then you can start mapping your goals, goals towards that. And then you can ask yourself when you're working on something, does this get me towards my goals or not? And if it doesn't, then don't be doing it. And if it does, then carry on. Um, so I, I think it's... Uh, it's an interesting place to be in and it's a place I think most of us have found ourselves in. Mm. Um, we certainly have in the past. And I, I, and I think motivation is, is a very difficult thing to keep sustained. So whilst you might be motivated when you first initially come up with your idea and you think, oh, that's brilliant. And then you, you start to plan that idea and then you realise how much work goes into the idea. <laughs> then all of a sudden it becomes harder to do. So it's if you really, really want to do it, then you will put the work in. And if you don't, then it will always just remain a dream and a, and a pipe dream. And I think one thing that holds a lot of people back is they're, they're scared of starting because they're scared of failing. Um, but what I always say to people is this, like I say it outright in the beginning is like, yeah, it might not work. It might not work. But if you don't try it, then you'll never know. And through it not working, something else will happen. Mm. Because it's like, if you start your online, I, I mean, so we had a Patreon call the other day and and there was a lady who's a, a singer that we were talking to and she's trying everything in when she's like building her singing business. She's, mm. she's editing videos. And what could happen there is she might fall in love with video editing. And if she does, then great. Because it's all about what makes you happy. Yeah. And so... Don't carry on going on, like be be willing to, to veer off path if something else becomes more attractive. Yeah. Because just because you've decided you're going to be a singer, if we take that as the as the thing, but then you discover that you love video editing more than you love singing, then start video editing. Like mm-hmm. that's the beauty of trying lots of different things along the way as you build your build whatever you're building. So how do you tell the difference then? So one thing that Chase Jarvis says, one one kind of um, stumbling block you can you can hit is being a starter but not a finisher. So you like to start things and you never quite see any of them through because your 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 excitement gets peaked by something else. And maybe the first thing that you start gets a bit hard, and this other thing that you could start is a little bit easier and more exciting and new and shiny. Um, how can you tell the difference between being a starter and not a finisher or when something really just isn't for you and actually this is is a better path for you 
it's all self-awareness isn't it i think that's that's knowing yourself and knowing what fulfills you because for me it always has to come down to what is what is fulfilling you and making you happy because i don't think that people who start things and then flit onto the next thing and the next thing and the next thing i don't think that they are truly happy mm-hmm. because i think so much of fulfillment comes from mastery and mm-hmm. i think when you become really really good at something and you're cr- like you're crafting something that is elite yeah then then there's a great deal of satisfaction that comes from that so but you can never get to that stage if you don't wear through the times where it does suck and it is boring and you aren't exactly as in love with it as yeah. as you might have first been yeah that's exactly it because it, it you know this idea that um is about being happy yes it is but you can't be happy all of the time because work is hard yes um and you do have to work really hard at things to make them successful to make them um to a point where you can make a living out of doing something that's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of boredom at, at points as well um so it's it's how to keep going through those parts as well i think it's how how do you how do you have the confidence that what you're doing is worth it in the long run it's worth all of these hours and all of this hard work and all of the boredom that you have to go through in order to get to that place it's um it's an endurance test yeah yeah like i don't love painting like when i'm cold and and in the rain and and you do love painting but i i do love painting but there's there's like it's hard yeah and it's frustrating and what's coming out of my hands isn't necessarily what I want it to look like. Yeah. And I come back to you and I go, I'm working on this canvas and it's really pissing me off and I think it's rubbish and I might throw it in the bin. Every time. Because <laughs> I need to just keep going yeah. and I need to push past. So yeah, I do love painting, but I also hate painting. Yeah. There's also parts of it. And like there's certain times that are really boring. Like if I'm doing a portrait and I have to paint hair, like that's not fun for me i love painting eyes and noses and teeth and things like that like that's fun but hair is just boring it's just loads of straight lines and then adding the light and everything it's really boring but you i can't just paint bald models yeah no absolutely um a lot a big part of lots of projects is a means to an end so at the moment i'm working on a pattern um, and it involves a lot of really repetitive drawing so it's it's fun and challenging the first time but then to have to do that again and again and again and again you don't really feel like you're getting anything more out of the 1700th leaf than you do out of the first but you have to get through that to get to the exciting part where you then have a pattern to work on and add color add texture add stripes use it on a product you know it's 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 all part of the process yeah so i think if you're if you're worrying about starting it's it's maybe because you tried things in the past and you've got to that point that point of boredom and you recognize that and you think oh shit well this is not going to be fun and it's it's only on the other side of that that things do become fun and i mean we can we've talked before on the show about comfort zones and that all of the goodness happens outside of your comfort zone so if you are making work that is just you're just like you just become like a machine and you're just pumping out product after product and there's no challenge for you in it anymore i think chat like challenge really does bring out the best in people and i think there's a there's a line of where the challenge is hard enough but still achievable and that's kind of like the the perfect point yeah it doesn't just bring out the best in people it has one of the biggest effects on your happiness levels on your serotonin levels um more than money more than most things setting small challenges or goals and achieving them 
has such a massive effect on your happiness levels yeah absolutely so just start just try see where it takes you have the grit and determination to keep going with a project mm. um but like trust us the rewards are waiting on the other side you just have to push through